What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Swanee Speaks Up show with your favorite life coach, Swanee, and Miss Naptomy, please. We're about to run these plays. Yeah! Appreciate y'all pulling up and listening to this episode this evening. How you doing, Miss Naptom? Hey, hey, hey. I am blessed and highly favored. That's it. That's the post. That's it. That's the post. All right. That's what's up. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to get into the topic for tonight. And this is actually something that is very close to my heart. And I want to say, I don't want to speak for her, but I want to say just based on knowing her, her heart. And this word is a very short word. It's a very necessary word, especially for 2023. And it is a complete sentence. Y'all want to know what that complete sentence is? No. That's the word. That's the post. No is a complete sentence is the topic for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. And this is something, like I said, is near and dear to my heart in particular, because for the longest time, I thought that whenever I said no, I was being a bad guy. I thought that I, I, I thought that I would hurt somebody's feelings when I said no. So more times than not, I actually said yes to something I really wanted to say no to because I was afraid of hurting somebody's feelings. And you know something? I actually have a question. I'm going to answer it, but anyone that's listening, I want you to ask yourself this question. Why are you so afraid to say no? I want you to ponder on that for two seconds. And think about it. Just let it marinate. Why are you so afraid? I don't care what it is. Why are you so afraid to say no? I'll answer that question first and then I'll give it to Miss Naptime. So for myself, like I said, I was afraid. I was afraid. Initially, when I was when I didn't say no to people, I was afraid of a few things. I was afraid of people not liking me anymore. I was afraid of, of somebody uh possibly making up a lie about me you know what i mean trashing my name because i just decided not to do something for him so it was a number of different things and it was actually tied to something vanity related typically so it really was nothing i really was afraid of nothing when you look back and actually think about it so you know this little two-letter word no can cause so many problems, but it can also cause a whole lot of peace. Miss Naptime, why at any point in your time were you afraid to say no to somebody? For me, I feel like it stems from like that toxic black community. Like I feel growing up that no wasn't a word we can really use. Like, mm. Because I felt like if we said no, the word no usually in the black community is a sign of being disrespectful to like your elder, your parents or whatever. So, and the reason why so many people, especially black people, struggle with saying no is because we wasn't allowed to say no in most cases, like majority of the cases. And hmm. so, you know, that's why I struggle. Like until like, I think I'm better about saying no, because at the end of the day, people will try to use you to their max capacity, and mm -hmm. then you're feeling drained. And I was tired of, you know, uh, helping people when 
I was just on the struggle bus. You know, I felt like, you know, people don't care what you're going through. I mean, for us, Facts. you know, we don't show our struggles as much to like family, to friends. People think Swanee and I are like superheroes, like superhuman. Like, we don't have no emotions. You know, we just grind through the struggle, you know. And, but in fact, you know, just because I hide my struggle most of the time doesn't mean I'm not, I mean, doesn't mean I'm not struggling. Right. I just hide it better than most people. Well, majority of people, to be honest. But, and this season, I'm like, no, I'm tired. You know, we have, we've been raising our son. He's six. We'll be seven this year. He has autism. And, you know, with autism, he struggles with sleep. So, you know, in a way, it's like we still have, like, an infant or a toddler. Because we do wake up sometimes, like, once throughout the night. And it's gone on for almost seven years now. Mm-hmm. And then, practically, you know, we don't have people ready to watch our kids unless it's, like, a real emergency in that case. So real like husband, wife, mom and daddy, 24, 365. Like, and I'm tired of people. You know what? I'm not tired of people. For us, like, we don't have, you know, that true village. I mean, it's not because family want to help, but family doing their own thing, you know. And, you know, of course, nowadays, grandparents have to work. Grandparents have their own health issues. And then yep. I feel like with COVID happened, it was hard finding babysitters. And so, and truth be told, we had to buy our kids tablets. Not an iPad, y'all, because we bought on the budget. So we had to buy our kids like a fire Amazon tablet so mom and daddy can get a peace of mind. Because, you know, we have young kids. It gets exhausted trying to entertain them, like trying to keep them busy for hours and hours on end besides like nap time. So we bought tablets and, you know, they're our babysitters. Now, of course, you know, we don't, they have little limits and all that. But but going back to my main point, for me, I felt like I wasn't given the opportunity to say no growing up. Mm-hmm. Really, I felt like the only option of me saying no was, what do you want to eat? Do you like this outfit? So that's my struggle for real. And, you know, and that's why I feel that's a lot of people's struggles. And of course, you know, even with that, that's why I believe I may recover in people pleaser. Because, you mm. know, because. Wait, whoa, you, hold, on, hold on. A recovering people pleaser? Yeah, because that stems from me not saying no. Mm. From that toxic black community upbringing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. <laughs> boundaries one the thing. Boundaries was I don't care what you say you are gonna do this because I said so. So basically, so, okay, so it, so basically in a nutshell, what you're saying the 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 reason that it was so you, that you were afraid to say no in situations outside of dealing with an elder was it, it was tied to basically how you grew up your upbringing. For the yes. Most part? Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. So I mean, because that, but it's a lot of people though. It's not only me. Like it's if yeah. it's a lot of like our generation, we're more vocal about boundaries. You know, we say we tired of this. We tired of people to all tell us what to do, and we felt like, you know, we didn't have no emotions. You know, I feel like you know we do give our kids a platform to talk. You know, you weren't allowed. You may not have been allowed to express them the way you saw fit. You still yes. had them. You still had them for sure. Because I know I did. You, you definitely had them, but like more times than not. 
I would say that just the previous generation, you know, it, it, you were pretty much taught to suppress it and just deal with it and just press on. You know what I'm saying? And that's what caused so many mental health issues in this generation. You know, and that's why, like, the baby boomers generation always say we complain too much. No, we don't complain because we wasn't given the the platform to express our feelings. Right. Just because y'all was cool with, like, expressing y'all feelings, we're not cool with it. And that's why, you know, you got lots of people addicted to drugs and alcohol because they express their feelings. Mm-hmm. I mean, who be a crackhead or alcoholic? I don't. No, not at all. So that's why, you know, no. the people that suppress their feelings, you know, they got severe depression. They turn to alcohol. They turn to drugs. I'm calling it what it is. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. No, nah, that's a fact. No, nah, I, pr- I appreciate you sharing that, you know, and and I know it's a lot of people that can relate to that. You know, I've heard, you know, numerous people say that they just didn't feel that they could express themselves, you know, not, and not in a disrespectful way, but, you know, if, it, if it's something that you just don't want to do, it's not. OK, so let me give you an example. So it's not like your parent asked you directly to do something. You just flat out said, no, I'm not doing that. That's something entirely different. But, you know, if, if, if you're having a conversation and that may, maybe there's just something you don't agree with. And this is not just with with parents. It's not just with your guardian. This is in general. You know what I mean? So, you know, I asked the question kind of in a generalized format intentionally because, you know, I don't want to point directly to the parents because that's not always the situation. It could be something as simple as saying no to your, your your best friend or something or your significant other. You know, the, the word no can be uncomfortable for a lot of people. But because, you be told people you know, make you, uh, people guilt trip you, you know, they feel entitled. Right, right. And then, yeah. uh, dang, I had another thought. Okay, I, I got squirrel my brain. <laughs> and hey, man, see, I want to interrupt you, be like, hey, hey, but then I'll be like, hey, I could wait, but this brain of mine right now, mm, I can't wait. No, that's all good. So, well, was it was it tied to kind of the question? Yes, like else? the mental health about the saying no. Oh my goodness, you know what, y'all? I'm it's gonna say something. I gotta say something. It's all good. It's all good. Just, just be like, hey. You know, right? Okay. What Kevin Hart do? Just clap, start clap. clap all that. You know what I mean? Oh. Just do one of them. You know what I'm saying? You got to get it in. Just you know, jump in there. But um, okay, okay, I think but, I remember now. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. So go for it. Like I said, for example, with our children, I always believe says even the Bible, there is a time and place for everything. Now, mm-hmm. well, with our kids, we want to hear what our kids go through. But also I feel like you have to have like a boundary even with your kids, you know, because yeah. I feel like we will give our kids opportunity to explain, express, explain themselves or express themselves, you know, but also I believe sometimes that there is a season and there is a time and a place. Now we sometimes, you know, it might be instances where we're not got kids face to stuff because sometimes kids can try to test you or try to, or they know they, they're supposed to do something and they refuse to do it. Yeah. But I say, like, we are changing the narrative. But, you know, of course, there is like, even boundaries to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boundary is necessary. I even mean, with your you kids. Know. Like I said, they don't have the platform most of the time to express themselves. But sometimes when I say, no, you need to hush it up. Yeah. This what this what we said, because like I said, you say, like, you know, a police officer pull you over and he's telling you to stop uh walking or running and you say, I don't care, I ain't been listening to you. Then when you get shot. 
So kids have yep. to learn it, like, you know, about the real world. But like I said, I feel like many black children, how that they weren't given the opportunity to express themselves. And then you wonder why when they're an adult, they don't come back home. They don't come to visit. Mm. Ooh. They harboring like ill feelings towards, you know, towards a person, you know, or or they might get an adult and you know, they might start bashing you through a blog or something, or through mm. YouTube videos. Mm. Or, or you wonder why like why they got why they said moody. Well. And then you can't talk about it because then the whole family gonna know about your business. And then that's like then you're gonna be sending the other family gossip. Nah, and then you fact. wonder why so many people commit suicide because it's literally no support. Yeah, it's a real thing. It, it really is a real thing, you know. And, and I definitely and, advocate for therapy, yeah. but sometimes we'll be getting for therapy, you know. But you need, if you can afford therapy, you know, go to church, you know, find like a trusted support group, you know, find some a trusted friend. But of course, Emotion, uh, constant emotional venting is not good for a person unless you know. I say it's good unless you paying them. And don't run the social media with everything either. Yes, because you know definitely good. Because first of all, people don't care. Second of all, you are giving people free entertainment. And then first, third of all, you know like these jobs be looking at your profile nowadays, especially if you public. Yup, that's a fact. They will do it, and they do do it. So keep your private. Keep your stuff private on social media pages. Or if you do got a public page because you a highly famous influencer, just take a chill pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. So I want to get into my second question real quick. Before, um, so how has no, the word no, saying no, helped you in the past? So telling somebody no, how has that helped you in the past? I guess I was able to like rest because like I said, people try to use every ounce of you. Mm-hmm. But my thing about like, if you're the one always giving and not receiving, you wouldn't get burnt out. So it gave you some level of peace? Yes. Okay. I would say peace, but also I would say just like um, reserving my energy as well, like physical energy mm-hmm. and mental. Like I said, being like a high sense of the person and like being like an ambivert which is a mixture of an introvert and an extrovert mm-hmm. like lots of association interaction drain me yeah and of course I could do it for a while but at the time I need to recharge mm-hmm. like I said we're in the season where you know we just on the struggle bus you know being like young parents and we just can't do everything for everybody all the time because like I said, who, really who, cannot. Like I said, truth be told, you know who coming and watching our kids for us, who coming and pouring to us into our spirits, into our souls, into encouragement for us. Keeping it real, you know, I'm always pouring to people, you know, and I'm always encouraging people. But like, I need some too. And like I said, I do get some for friends, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, but I feel like I need more. I ain't trying to be greedy, but What's more? she's. What's more? More. How much more do you need? See, I feel like like once a week. I feel like my whole life, of course, I had support from like you know family, but I felt like I wanted like a a a, a big village, you know. What's a big village? Like three hundred people? No, no. Thirty people. I thought you need at least good. I feel for me like a good solid ten people in your life, at least ten. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you, you know I how you, like, you know how I am about specifics. You know what I mean? Because when you say that, when you say yeah. big, you never know who gonna okay. listen to this bad boy. Well, my thing about like, okay, like friendships, you I'll know, be your friend. So look, okay, about friendships. You know, I got friendships in different categories. And I got you know friends I can relate to mainly through like spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. I got a friend that I can talk with spiritual stuff, mental health stuff, mm-hmm. financial stuff. And you got a friend where you just, I just kick it. I go have some, some modest fun, some legal fun. Modest fun. I like that. I like that. And you what, know, what does that mean? What's modest fun? Anything that's not illegal. Okay. And okay. then it will, you know, and it won't disappoint the Lord. <laughs> okay. So you can't be ratchet. Is that what you're saying? I mean, you, can define, you be modest and ratchet? Define ratchet. <laughs> or you mean like the culture stuff? That could, well, yeah, now, like I said, you can catch me twerking out in public. No, that's a no-no. Okay. So that stuff might be, you know, I don't know. Might, might be saying, plan, hey, plan hey, yeah, space. I mean, I can't read space, uh, play space, to be honest, but, oh, you know, goodness. even the way how you talk. She could play space. Sure. She just be scared to play space. I need space. a refresher course. Lord have mercy. She knows she can play space. Yeah, I don't sure. believe that. She can play space. Anyway, Swan, what's the third question? Uh, well, well, first off, let, I want to give you how it's helped me in the past. Okay. So, um, you know, I won't tell no long story or anything, but um, how it helped me in the past is there was one particular time that uh, me and a couple of my partners was going to kick it, but I just decided not to on this particular day. And I'm glad I did because the police was arresting everybody. I remember this arrested everybody just because they were in the environment something was going down and had i been over in that area i would have gotten arrested that is how no helped me in that particular scenario so ladies and gentlemen no can help you it absolutely can help you we just gave you two examples of how it can help you but i also last question i want to know how exactly has it hurt you in the past Oh, hold on. I want to go back to when I said about 10 people. They need support people. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all might say, girl, why do you need 10 people? It's like solid. Because you think about it. We're not 30s. We, we busy with like kids and, and careers and, you mm-hmm. know, side hustles. So, you know, I guess I'm going to consider like an easy friend. Like, I feel like if I'm here from a friend six months, I'm like, girl, what you been doing? Like, hey. Right. So I feel like you need 10 friends so that you can rotate the months. You know, one friend might be busy for like the first six months and then, boom, you got a backup. You know, you got the, the other friend. You know, you got friends sometimes. You might hear from them for a little bit, but then they gone for a couple months. That's why I say you can rotate in regards to communication. So, okay, third question. How has it hurt me? Mm-hmm. I feel like where I don't say no, it hurts me internally. Like, I feel like because in the end, mm. that person might got helped and they might feel happy that I helped them, but then I feel miserable inside. Hold on, wait. Okay, so you, oh. you're saying when you said no to the person? No, I'm saying like, Good. so basically when I don't honor me saying no, I suffer internally. But other people benefit from me from not saying no. You get what I'm saying? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, oh, so I, I think, no, okay. no, so, no, so what I'm well, asking. What's the question again, my bad? No, no, so what I'm asking is uh, when, I, I probably should have, re- I should have worded that differently. So how has saying no to somebody hurt you in the past like okay say for instance if somebody offered you a job and you turned it down and you found out it was a dope job later on like just just for an example so how is it actually saying no to somebody how has that hurt you in the past 
Okay, I'll give you another example. Like, say for instance, it, you know, it's a dude, it's a dude that might have been a lame or something in high school, and you find and you know he was a lame in high school and you turned him down. Then when he got grown, he ended up making millions. Would that have possibly hurt you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just an example. Well, I don't know. I can't it's hard me to think of a scenario right now. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna pass on this question. Okay, no, that's cool. That's it's cool. really hard. I feel like, you know, I've been with you for 10 years and, you know, I mean, almost 10 years. And I mean, well, I mean, I guess married for almost 10 years. I mean, I mean, really, I've been at home for real. So I really can't say for <laughs> the jobs or, you yeah, know. been outside like that. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. So the question's tough for me because, you know, I've been at home. I've really been home on my own little bubble. It's tough? Is Not... it a struggle? No, I just like, I just be at the crib. Doing homemaking stuff, so I don't really like. I mean, I guess you know I could say, "Oh man, I wish I didn't go to school in Missouri." You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if I stayed in Illinois, I could have like not had much too loans. I know something. I'm gonna tell y'all why Miss Naptime struggled with that question, because sometimes we struggle when we don't honor our path. Woo! You just see how I just went right into that bad boy. You see that? That boy, Cole. Uh, squeeze on. me? Hold on. Uh, it's what I say, y'all. He bad. used my life as his examples and to give up. You know what? You go ahead. But mm-hmm. you know, but th- look, this is how we do this here. This is how we do this. Yeah. You're going to expose what I go through. This is how we get down. This is how we For your clout. It's okay. not for my clout. It's for our clout. You dig what I'm yeah. saying? Say, man, look, look, you see what she do. But like I said, you know, sometimes we do struggle. We have our struggles in life, and too often we tend to struggle with them. It could be an identity crisis. Who am I? Why am I here? And what's my purpose? This wonderful book called Honor Your Path is a book that you need to read to answer these pressing questions that you have. It's a 31-day self-assessment that provides you with thought-provoking challenges and exercises to encourage self-reflection and inspire you to make the necessary changes in your life. Phenomenal accountability tool for you and anyone else to master those areas of your life that you need to work on personally and professionally. Make sure you go pick up your copy. Honor your path. I got something to say. Go ahead and go ahead and jump in there. Okay, nothing about saying no to struggle. I feel like growing up in the early 90s or the 90s in general, that like, so being an introvert, a black girl introvert, it was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like you was the introvert growing up in the '90s, as and as a black girl, like you definitely was on the struggle bus. In regards to people understand you, I felt like I was. Even if I feel like now, me, my husband, like years ago, I felt like nobody really understood me, mm-hmm. like why I wasn't like as social, or like why I moved the way I did, or had a thought pattern I did. Mm-hmm. So. Shout out to all the uh, girls, introverted girls back in the 90s who never understood. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Because like I said, growing up, yeah, I was called Miss Attitude. Why you got an attitude? Attitude is. Or, or, or funny acting, right? Okay, Something mainly like it was Miss, why you got an attitude? Yeah, because maybe I'm overstimulated. Yeah, because maybe people can't understand me or, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, come think about now, you know, learn about like, because I feel like when our son was diagnosed with autism, I'm like, you know what? Now, I don't know about autistic or anything or have autism, but, you know, but I do know I have sensory stuff. You know, like, uh, I would say if I diagnose, it'd probably be from uh, sensory. 
what's it called? Mm, the sensory stuff. Yeah. Definitely my son got that for me. So I felt like I went through a lot of sensory stuff too, like growing up. But of course it was DMS. Why you acting like that? Or like, uh, like you just so picky. I mean, people were oh, just no, okay, completely I got it now. uneducated. It's called sensory processing disorder. So processing I felt like, you know, even to this day, like, I hate large crowds. I hate when, you know, we back living in the hood. And so, you know, of course, people want to bad say music. And it irks my soul, especially when I'm trying to sleep. No matter who know on all that doom, doom, doom. You know, and it's kind of like, go what, to what your they, house. What they don't want to hear? What they don't want to hear? You know, like the little beats and stuff. What they don't want to hear? Doom, doom. Oh my goodness, Lord have mercy! All right, okay, that's so, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I gotta answer that question too. How is, how has no hurt me in the past? Uh, let me see. How has telling somebody no hurt me in the past? You know what? You want to know what's crazy? Swan on Chrissy. He a he a boss. Because I, mean, I feel like a Swan be like. Nope, I ain't doing that. I mean, uh-uh. she just took the ass out of my mouth. Like, I really don't care. I mean, with 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 me saying no, because I, when I said no, it happened for a reason. So when I think about it, even if it might have felt like hurt at the moment, like looking back, it really wasn't. So that's actually a tough Swan question. Swan has so, a big heart. You know, let's be real. Like, Swan, to be honest, y'all, that he struggled with, kind of like me, he want that true support, that village. I do, but because I still don't Because he would just give you the shirt off his back. He would. That's how kind he is. You know, he needs some more bros, some solid bros be, in his life. You see, I can't be no tough guy no more because you said that now. Because you said that But he that is now. tough, though. <laughs> See no, but no, but it's like leadership quality skills. Though, like you can't you can't be a leader without having a servant's heart. But it's another topic, though. Nah, that's a fact. That's, and a that's fact. true. And that's what he is. He's a leader. He has that servant's heart. Like just like Jesus, white people feet. Another topic, y'all. Hey, we actually gonna talk about that on the next episode for real, for real. Yeah, we're gonna talk All about right, that on the up, next guys. topic. Let's wrap it up, so we about to wrap it up, you know. But to answer that question, it really hasn't hurt me. So I mean it. I, I hate it. I, I really hate to make it sound like I just don't care, but you know, it is what it is. That's just my mindset, you know. So I'm not gonna be that way. Yeah, well, no, nah, you don't need to be. I'm that way, so I don't need you to be. I that guess way. got me some uh, you know, sensitive people out in this world. Oh uh, yeah, I need you to be nicer. You know what I mean? I don't mind being like that. You know what I mean? Right, so hey, yeah, so look at she always trying to stop trying to stop my show. Anyway, but ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all pulling up to the huddle to tap in with. Miss Naptomy, please, and myself, because every time y'all tap in, y'all are helping us out. And we appreciate y'all always pulling up to us and checking us out and listening and getting some gems and applying it to your life. So you got any last uh, remarks, Miss Naptomy? Yes. Yes, I do. First, in regards to knowledge, apply knowledge is power and mm-hmm. be blessed. Don't stress. Peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we out. Peace. Bye.